everyone. Welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. I am your host, Trisha Carr. I am so excited to be here with you. I am presenting to you today an excerpt from a live stream that I did about a week or two ago from the time that this be is being published. And um, by the way, I would love to invite you to join these live streams. Now, there's a couple of ways I'm doing it. I'm doing one about, it's going to be on Tuesdays, about every other Tuesday, maybe every Tuesday, every now and again. And I will be broadcasting these live into both my YouTube channel as well as the Lightworkers Lab, which is hosted on Facebook as a group, the dynamic, amazing, loving, intentional spiritual community created by my BFF and business partner, Crystal Ann Compton. You can join us there. And what I'll be doing in these live streams, which this one is an excerpt of, I'll be doing a little teaching and I will be doing a little free intuitive reading and healings. Oh my goodness, it's so great. Even if you are not one who is like selected to get one of the reading or healing, it is dynamic spirit makes us all come into this quantum space. You open your heart and you receive messages. You uh, you receive healing. It's so beautiful. I mean, I do. It's amazing. It's very evidential. And you know what? I don't even often know about the evidences unless someone actually writes me afterward and tells me, or sometimes they put it in the feed, but it is truly a powerful, dynamic experience. So how you can know how to join this is if you will mark your calendar, join my newsletter. You can find all of those links in the description. And if you also click the bell on my YouTube channel, when you follow and you subscribe, you you click the little bell and you'll get notifications of the things. So I will be scheduling these so you'll know when they're going to be happening. I've been doing it. It's, it's going to be happening like Tuesdays at like, I think, 2.30 p.m. Pacific. Anyway, so you can join us for that. I'm also going to be going live periodically. Uh, probably consistently is what periodically means on my um Instagram. So follow me at trishacarcharm.com and I will be doing some readings there and even bringing people up split screen for some uh, free reading and healing. All right. Because I, I, I'm really excited to connect with you guys in that way. That's why I want to put it out there. And this excerpt is from one of those live streams, one of those simul streams that I did, which I is called Magic Hour. And that is the time right before or right after, or excuse me, right before sunset or right after sunrise and incidentally synchronistically i was born right before sunset when yeah, anyway so it's a whole thing i'll talk about it another time <laughs> and so what this particular excerpt is it's a teaching about the empathic nature what i talk about is how to be a high frequency empathic or highly sensitive person you see the whole point of the empathic nature or the sensitive nature is to be a healing tool. So that's what I talk about. And with that, I'm just going to go ahead and roll the excerpt for you. I have a little bit of a chat with you about the empathic nature or the sensitive nature. So what's the difference there? I mean, there's some people think of being an empath or a highly sensitive person is just a sliding scale. Like HSP, highly sensitive person, is maybe a lower uh, input and the empath is like higher on the scale. And maybe that's true. But I really just think of them as functions, their energy functions, the way that the energy runs, the way that you are taking in information. And I think that anyone at any time could be displaying either the highly sensitive person function or the empath function. 
And then maybe other people emphasize one more than the other. And maybe some people are pretty balanced and they don't necessarily use those tools in that way. These are just tools. So if you're not highly empathic or if you're not a highly sensitive person, HSP, this doesn't mean that you are, you know, not cool or awake or whatever. It's again, they're just tools. Intuitive people may also have mean people that are using their intuition very, very um, consciously and very skillfully. They may use their HSP, they may use empath tools, or they may not. They may kind of be relying on something that's more uh, balanced in how they're taking in information and using their intuitive and psychic abilities. So, but let me just talk a little bit about each of those and talk about their higher purpose or their high frequency purpose. So I am... I guess I'm an empath, you know, I mean, it's like, that was the thing that cracked open my, my whole journey, my spiritual awakening was understanding this empath tool. But at the time, the reason it was important for me to understand it was because it wasn't being really utilized as a tool. I was using it in a way that it was running in an automated sense without my conscious awareness, and it was creating harm. This is what I think people, people think being an empath is. Uh, at least a lot of people who are aware of this term, is that an empath feels people's emotions and even their thoughts as though they are their own, like they are natively generated within your own energy, and you can't do anything about it. We differ on that second part. We very much differ. Why? Because we are sovereign spiritual beings. We have absolute free will. That is a universal law, free will. So that means that I can use the tool of of being an empath either differently or not at all, or I could turn it off. I can like close my energy down. Now it's probably not easy to just walk around with your energy closed down if you have been having it run as an empath for your whole life, but you can ascend it. You can evolve it. So empath, this is a function where a person is experiencing directly as though it is native to you other energies, energies that were not generated from within. But the thing is that when we identify to it, when we're doing that sponging thing, and we are now, we are continuing to match that frequency so that we identify to it, then it's become ours. And it doesn't really matter that it came from the outside. So it doesn't matter, you know, who it came from or where it came from, because you chose, even if it's unconsciously, to make it your own. And so if it's like, for example, your friend is going through a breakup and you sponge that in, you may not be having anything wrong with your relationship or you may have no relationship at all, but you can bring on that sadness and anxiety or whatever uh, you know the symptoms may be of that particular breakup and you can just adapt it to yourself. And the, so the, the thing is, this should be good news, is that your sensitivity is not meant to create pain, anxiety, depression, and it's not meant to bring you down. There is a higher function for sensitivity, whether it's the empath sensitivity or the highly sensitive person sensitivity. So that's the empath function, identifying or feeling an energy, whether it's a thought or an emotion, as if it's your own. And I'll talk about how we can do that in the right way. The highly sensitive person is sort of in the energy and reading it is aware that it's not their own probably, but is responding to it. So as being a counterpart to it, it's sort of like being um, 
in the pool rather than drinking the water. That's uh, if that if that metaphor makes any sense, the empath would be the drinking the water and the HSP would be in the pool. And so in the atmosphere of it and responding to it. And that's kind of the the distinction that I see in these tools. Again, they can be utilized. So for the HSP, it's like an awareness zone. It's like your psychic awareness zone and having it open all the time and being and, and having it it's sensitized. And so you can see how this can be good or bad, because if you're constantly highly sensitized to your environment, then you will be responding all the time and there won't be any place for you and there won't be any place for higher functioning. But again, these tools are given to you or are a part of your energy to be tools, indeed, to be helpful. So let me just break it down a little bit to be a high-frequency empath. The empath will experience the energy, the uh, thought or emotion is really the energy that we're talking about. And I have a concon in my lap. I'll have to show you him in a minute. It's my kitty cat. Um, they will experience it. It will come into and it, you will understand, you will feel it natively inside your energy. But essentially, we decide to not give a complete match to it. And we prefer to hold, what I say is hold the light. And you honestly, the empath can do this with their own native emotions too. That we choose to match and identify to the light, to the love, to the hope, to the um, wellness even though we also have this other awareness, this other energy with us. And this is just, I mean, this is key. If you are, if you're empathic and you can identify to any frequency, any energy, then hear this. The reason you came in with that tool, with that ability is so that you could identify at any time and at all times to the highest possible frequency, to love or to light source energy to creator. So you see, you have absolute thing. One is you have the universal law of free will defines that we have absolute free will. We may call this sovereignty. Number two, you are a powerful feeler and you came in with this powerful feeling tool so that you could easily feel the thing which is most easy to feel, the highest vibrational frequency of the universe, the natural frequency, love, God, creator. So if we can hold that frequency and then as something comes into our awareness, whether it's from without or from within, yet we are able to continue to maintain our identity to the light. Then what happens is that this great capacity for hope and grace will take over and then the empathic nature actually transmutes that energy, again, whether it's for yourself or for another. Now, this may take some consciousness training, some fitness, some energetic fitness training, just like training your body to be stronger and more fit. You may need to, I mean, we all do. Let's just say that we all need to continue to work on our consciousness, our energetic fitness. And so this is with your practice at your meditation daily. Uh, consistent. Consistency is much more important than length, I think. But the reason is for an empath that's so important because the empath, when the tool has been used the wrong way, which is to match all frequencies and seemingly, especially the, the lower ones, because it's the intention to heal 
but the execution is off. Matching a frequency does not heal it. Holding and matching the light while being in the awareness of it, that does allow it to transmute and heal. And so an empath is like a walking prayer. That's the intention. Prayers work. Prayer is the energy of hope, the energy of conducting healing energies. And so the empath is meant to be identified to that prayerful frequency so that then the concerns, the issues come through that and they are washed in that frequency and sent whether the other person knows it or not. It doesn't matter. Prayer works anyway. And the reason it's so important for empaths and sensitive people, but sorry, I keep banging the microphone, to have their meditation time. I mean, all of the regular reasons that we know about, making contact with spirit, having a relationship with spirit, um, being able to crystallize your aura, which I'll talk about and explain that in a moment. It's really important in order to make these, uh, these changes into the high-frequency empath and sensitive person. But also because when you are highly sensitive or highly empathic, and the tool's been wor working the wrong way, then you don't know what your own energy feels like. You're constantly pulling in other energies. So you don't know what you feel like. You know, I used to take the Myers-Briggs test, you know, that, that personality type test. It's based in Jungian psychology. I would take that test. I could take it 10 times in a row and get different outcomes because I had no idea what I felt. I had no idea what was me. I'm like, all these things sound great. Sure. I don't know because I didn't have a native land. I didn't know what it felt like. I mean, I had a native land. I just didn't know what it felt like. And I didn't know how to have energetic hygiene or have energetic boundaries. Meditation, going in and dwelling within your own energy, reacquaints you to it so that you know what it is. And then that's how you can keep it clear and clean and pure. And that energy within is the, is the energy of source. God gave you God energy. And so that is, to go within is to connect to spirit or also aka your own soul energy. So empaths need to meditate regularly because they don't know what they are, <laughs> who they are. They don't know what they feel like. Same for the sensitive, for the highly sensitive person because you're constantly responding and you need to discharge and detox and be in that purity and be able to keep your cup full so that it can overflow, and then your response to the situations, to the energies that you're constantly sensitized to can then be, you can offer healing. You have to be filled up with healing in order to be a healer. You have to be identified to healedness, wholeness, holiness, holistic holiness, that's the word that I'm using here, in order to be able to be the beacon and the conductor, the transmuter, the transformer, of the healing energies. So I said, crystallize the aura. This is a process that we are in as we are doing our consciousness work, our meditation and the different energy modalities that we do, our deep trance meditations, our own personal energy healing, inner child, all of the things, inner child work, I was about to, I cut myself off, inner child work, for example, or if you're working with a practitioner. And it's, Whatever by whatever means that you're actually bringing in pure light into your aura, into your field, then all of those applications, the light begins to crystallize inside your aura so that it's it's becomes stronger and stronger and more and more identified and impervious to anything that is contrary to the light, more identified to the light, impervious to anything contrary to the light. 
this crystallization of the aura is is the uh, evolving so that it becomes easier as an empath to have the function of the empath tool be working the right way so that you're in a situation where there is a lot of pain and you can be the light you can feel and have deep empathy and compassion and sympathy and yet you are not taken down by it you are the strength you are the beacon and that's what the empath and the sensitive is meant to be that's what the purpose is of it i will say once again the reason you came in with these strong sensitivities and maintained them throughout this life the reason that you came in as an expert feeler is so that you could feel and be sensitive to the highest vibrational frequency love light healing wholeness holiness given that there's no need for any protection because you are one you're one with the all and if there is if there's only one if there's only one energy which is whole then there is nothing to defend against and that's what the empath came to anchor and that's what the sensitive came to shine and vibrate that's what it means to be a high frequency empath or sensitive okay everyone i hope you enjoyed that excerpt of teaching from the magic hour again i would love to see you there whether i'm doing it on instagram live or if i am doing it simulcast on my youtube channel and the lightworkers lab do join the lab it's amazing and I hope to see you there, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Mm -hmm.